Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion. Today we're giving away a peek at our all-access content by sharing an episode of Banter of Truth with everyone. Banter of Truth is uh, is a podcast that is commercial-free and exclusive for those who support the podcast. Now, if you like what you hear and you do want to support the podcast, you can subscribe to All Access right in your podcast player. Just scroll down and look for the link that says support this podcast. Click that link and you'll be good to go. Thanks for listening. settling in i'm settling in now mm-hmm. you know we had services yep and uh, i had a little meeting i had to do that was fun well, it wasn't fun but it was good and oh you uh, didn't you didn't like it i no, well i liked it, it wasn't fun you can like things that aren't fun can you though not really okay but it was it was good it was, but not it fun. was a needed meeting it was, it was a good necessary meeting for us to Continue to move forward. Yep. It was, yep. It, was, it was work. You know, it was work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I had yeah. to think. Yep. I'm not thinking so well after preaching. I'm no. pretty much in a haze. I'm surprised we did it after the service. We had a, we had a, did we talk about the. Well, I didn't go. I don't think, we. I think we. I mentioned the, the newcomers launch last week. Did we talk about that? I think so. We had a so. bunch of young people. They were all 20-somethings. All right, nice. Or younger. Okay. And so it was really cool. And, uh. And Dan was like, uh, one of our deacons, Dan was like, hey, do you want to you wanna do one of the interviews with one of the couples? And I'm like, no, no, I'm fried. Yeah. I, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to visit all the tables. Let me yeah, go yeah, around. Yeah, let me just have this people. one responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I said, if you really need me, I'll do it. And they're like, he's like, no, 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 I got it. I just want to Good, good, good. Woo, man. Sunday, fun day. That's right. Uh, I'm going to hang out with some guys at the cigar shop nice. later. Enjoy, enjoy. going to do that. And then uh, my wife's taking off. Yep. She's leaving me. Um... And uh, I mean, she's going. I mean, we're all kind of like, it's not a surprise to us. Why, we all knew it was coming. Why wouldn't she at this point, right? That's I mean, what we like, thought too. I, am... I mean, we, we've known that she's got to have a family function. Yep. You know, with her with her sisters and yep. her mom. Yep. I mean, it's not a surprise nope. to any of us. No, she's going. She's going to go visit her mom from Germany, her sister from Germany, and her sister who lives on the East Coast. I have no idea where she lives. How do you not? I don't pay attention. Um, but what, 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 I'm not going to go. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Her sisters lived here for a long time. Well, she lived in Colorado for a long time. She's moved. When did she move? I don't know. But she she got like acreage. She got acreage. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah. And it, it, so like, it's really it's really cool. Okay. So okay. she and her husband are doing all kinds of stuff. So Jen's going out there, and really excited. Her everybody's already there. So Jen, I'm taking Jen to the airport tomorrow. She can be there all week. And. Uh, and she's like, you guys are on your own. And I'm like, yeah, you like cook it like all kinds of meals for us and frozen. And she goes, no, because you guys don't know how to thaw it out and cook it. And so you're on your own. Go, really? So uh, so she's given us some money for takeout. Mm. And she made us some stuff. She did make us chili. Good. So we got now, that. Do you know how to reheat that? Yeah. Because I've chili. heard stories about you. No, that's when she puts like a giant thing of chili in a square, like a flat square bag that doesn't fit into the microwave. And I can't, I, and it won't even fit into the sink entirely. Like, and then I tried to use a knife to cut it up. I, yeah, that didn't go so well. Oh, it, well for the chili and the knife, I heard the knife broke. The knife, I did break the knife. Yeah. You remember that? You remember too much. No, I, yeah. the, no, the story just came up this last oh, week. It did not. It did. 
<laughs> no, no, that's the only reason why I was out with the Mons. <laughs> yeah, they talk too much. Mm-hmm. Keep it, keep it quiet, Mons. <laughs> Nobody needs to hear you gossiping. It wasn't gossip. That's gossip. It wasn't gossip. You gossiping? It was not You're gossip. Saying bad things about me, slandering. Not, not bad things. Real things. Mm, okay, whatever. We all had a great chuckle. I bet you did. I bet you did. Group about twenty of us, and uh, yeah, twenty. Yeah, we had a great time laughing at you. What were you doing with twenty people hanging out? Where? Yeah, uh, uh, Balmoral. I, I gotta check my emails. I didn't get the invite. Let me look. It's not in this one. Uh, Did you send it to my, my JT? Yeah, your JT. Okay. Your JT. Well, JT. that's the one I'm on. Nope, nothing from you there. Did somebody else send it? Who should I search for? Uh, you Who was sending the invites? Nah, well, yeah, you know what? I'll Is get it back info? To you. Info at Doctor and Devotion? I'll, I'll get back to you. Okay. I'll get back to you. I'll look it up. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I like Belmoral. Yeah, it was like seven of us. Okay, no, I figured, <laughs> I figured it was uh, 20 seems a little excessive. Yeah, that is excessive. Um, so you're not going anywhere yet, are you? End of May. Okay, so you got some time. I got some time. Right. End of May, you, I think, is the next one. Where are you going? For sure, that one's on the, the schedule. Vegas? No, no. London? Yes. England? Yeah. Leeds? No, no, no. I'll fly into London because it's really cheap to go from Chicago to London and back. Mm. And then from London, it's really cheap to take one of the hopper flights to like wherever you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So now, is it really cheap for regular people though? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what's really cheap? Like 400 oh round trip. Oh my gosh, that's so much money. That's only because you're super rich, dude. 400 bucks? Bro, that is like, holy smokes. That's a lot of money. Anyways. <laughs> Make me sound really bad. Four hundred dollars. That's a very cheap ticket. That's a very cheap it's ticket. It's expensive to go anywhere, man. No, no. If you're getting deals like that, that's great. Nah, we had to take that because like the kids are all going. Oh, that's a so. It's Michelle and I and the kids. We're going for. Oh, so it's not. There's, is there any business? Uh, on this You'll one, you'll squeeze a little business. Now. Maybe if the opportunity is really good. Correct. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying like I don't plan on going to Leeds, <clears throat> but there's two companies up there that have been asking. When can we meet? Ooh. And I was hoping not to do that this trip. Yeah. And then there's a company in southern France that wants to get together. Mm. And then a supplier in Italy. Okay. And I might, I don't think I'm going to do any of them. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try not just, to do Just family time. Correct. That's good, man. You do that. I get I get one week a year. Yeah. Of like no work. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what about like last week when you went to Disney? Uh, I was working. Mm. Yeah, mm. emails, calls. Oh, that doesn't count. Uh, yes, that no, does count. No, you don't make any money off of emails and calls. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> I There's also, no business getting done with emails. And I and also calls. met with a supplier in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I love it. I love it. I know you'll you'll squeeze in your family with you on some of those trips if you can somewhere. Yeah, but if it's I like can. they're like dad's going to be around some and not around other times. But Correct. this is cool. This is just but no. Be this fun. one's going to be yeah. So I think we're. Your kids are going to nerd. Well, the boys are going to nerd out on all the food. Oh, yes. Well, I guess they all would, right? They they're all, all would. They're all they foodies. All would. So, like, we'll do London for a few days just because, like, Cohen really, for some odd reason, really wants to do London. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, what's great about London is the museums are free. Oh, yeah. They're free for kids. Oh, that's cool. And they're just, and they're fantastic museums, really interactive. It's not like... Well, the... the co- it's been around for centuries and no, centuries. And it's fa- like so, they do so a much fantastic history. job. I bet. And then from there, we'll probably take we'll take the channel. We'll take the channel train. Tunnel. Channel, because it goes under the channel. But it's a tunnel. 
Chunnel. But it's a tunnel, it's right? It's called a chunnel. But it's a tunnel. Chunnel train. Yeah, okay. Chunnel train. It's cute. Uh, to cute Paris. England. And we'll spend a, a few days in Paris because Ariana really wanted to do Paris. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Then, I don't know what's going on, but all three kids yeah. are amped and they've been talking for about two and a half, three years, begging me to take them to Pompeii. And they want to go up Mount Vesuvius. They want to see all the people frozen in spots? Yes. That's exactly wow. it. Wow. Okay. And so we're also turning it into like a school project. Yeah. You know. They've been had, dead people. They've, they've got to do a report. Okay. Uh, and so they're doing kind of projects related. Yeah. Uh, and then switched out of Latin for a period into Italian. Oh, that's fun. So they've been yeah. learning some Italian. I like it. Yeah. That's cool. So we'll do, we'll do Southern Italy and end in Rome. What do your kids think about the mothership um, in our solar system that is releasing little probes? Uh, you know what? Can you a, update me on this? Because uh, I, I saw like a link and I didn't yeah. click it. But I was like, wait, what? Listen, what's funny is now all the conspiracy theorists are like, nah, I don't believe this. <laughs> That's what's funny. They're all like, nah, this is no. Nah. They're like, what is this? I, 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 don't say, click, I don't click it, you know? Uh, the only news that I saw was that uh, there there is a report from some high ups that say there may be a mothership. <laughs> solar system that releases little little spaceships little spaceships yeah uh, like, okay huh. and like everybody's like oh all right mm. whatever are these are these like little spaceships balloons well are they uh, like high altitude it's balloons weird. yeah it's like they're like red uh, like, like a... <laughs> yeah are they, are they comrade ships <laughs> i don't i don't know what's going on man but it is it is weird weird days weird days but i'm ready for it man like let's just get it on let's just get it on yeah yeah, Will Smith uh, smacks some aliens. <laughs> now that he's done. Now that he's done what? Smacking Chris Rock. Mm. Yeah. Did you watch that special? I don't, wa- I don't watch rated R stuff, so no, I, oh. I didn't see that. But uh, the end of it was just brutal. <laughs> it, was. <laughs> it was. It was. I mean, he had, he had, he had a year to think about what he was going to say. Oh, I mean, he responded in the only way he knows how. Yeah. And that's owning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. Uh, it was devastation. Utter cataclysmic. I mean, I got to give it up to Chris Rock. He waited. He didn't say anything. Yeah. Until he was going to get paid, so you could hear what he was going to say. Yeah. Even though he messed up one of the jokes pretty bad. He did. He, yeah. he did. He has to hate that. Don't do that live stuff anymore. Don't do that live stuff. Special. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He recovered. Made it work. He made it work. Okay. All right, listen, we got uh, a lengthy email from somebody, mm. and uh, they have some questions about some stuff that we've actually gone through. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're just going to call this guy T-Dog. All right. And um, he said that uh, our church is experiencing some significant growth in these days to the extent that we're trying to decide on how to move forward. Before I ask my question, all right, our sanctuary holds about 175 people max. This is a lot like us. We can mm. hold max 180. Yep, yep. Uh, we are averaging well over 80% of that on Sunday. At present, we... If we family walks in at worship time, it's very difficult to find more than three seats together. Mm. Um, I have served in churches with two services in the past, but in my opinion, they were done poorly. Uh, the con- the connected of the church was significant. The, connect- the connection of the church was oh, severe. Okay. Listen, 
you got to translate as you read. I'm, I'm not. We talked about that. And yeah, I'm the connection of the church was significantly hindered. Uh, I planted our, our present church just over seven years ago. Ooh. We experienced rich and deep fellowship with one another while not being clicky. Nice. So as to hinder new people coming and getting meaningfully involved. We don't think it is prudent to plant a church at this time as we are not really established financially and own our own building yet. We definitely sense that planting is not far off though and desire to plant more churches with similar dna as our church we rent our present space from another denomination which has two other small churches meeting in it at other times but we get exclusive use of the building on sunday morning from 7 to 12 30. Nice. that's fantastic yeah that's great uh we can move to two services but we also have a solid sunday bible fellowship hour mm. for all ages and our small groups are focuses on men and women only not couples at this time we tried co-ed couple small groups in the past, but they seem to flounder and frankly create silos in our church. Patriarchy! <laughs> uh, Sunday Bible study has really galvanized our unity. As far as our internal culture, in general, we would be sympathetic as an elder team and church to Nine Marks and Reformed Confessional Baptist Convictions. I know you guys are similar in conviction, though one service conviction uh, is one that I have not personally be convinced of, but I know that one... That seems to be a sticky point among some of our elders. And even when mentioned with members, there seems to be some resistance. Yeah. We are temporarily starting an overflow to have everyone in building at the same time. But that seems to be a knockoff rec uh, second service, which is right. That's what it is. With families <laughs> meeting at the other end of our building, it will allow us to accommodate about 50 more people and relieve tensions in worship space. For a very short period of time, by yep. the way. Sorry for lengthy context, but I think this is possibly right up your alley since I know you have dealt with these decisions as well. My questions are this. What are advantages and disadvantages to multiple services in your experience? If you were in my shoes, how would you approach this conversation with your elders? Number three, how do we not wear people out like the music team, elders, deacons? And then number four, how can we preserve congregational unity and meaningful membership in a two service model? Thank you for your ministry. Good stuff. And praise God, man, your church is growing. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, that's a, this is a good problem. That's a good problem to have. This is what you want. That Yeah. You don't yeah. want like, oh, our church is dying. Our church, our, our sanctuary is too big. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. We got 50 people in a church that, at a building that, or a sanctuary that seats 500. Yeah. That's brutal. That, that's a problem. That does not feel good. No. There's no excitement there. No, you're just No like, one's excited mm. to, how do we downsize? <laughs> I've, I've seen people put up pipe and drape inside large sanctuaries to make it a smaller sanctuary. Yeah. Like all the way around the seat. So like it's a, they, only, they do it within like, they'll do like a hundred seats out of a 400 seat sanctuary. It's, and you got to do it. You got to do it. Yeah, it feels better. It. it feels better. Okay. So um, what are the advantages and disadvantages of multiple services in your experience? My experience is uh, advantages. Advantages, more people can hear the gospel proclaimed. Yep, yep. You're uh, you're accommodating the people that God is drawing to your yep. church, the new believers that are following Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, that is a a great advantage. That is like the advantage. I'll I'll, I'll tell you another advantage that we have found, um, especially with smaller churches. When you and this is when you have to go to multiple services. We don't like the idea of just going to multiple services yep. because you want to do it. Yep, but. We have found that multiple services accommodates our people who want to serve because, oh, they don't have to miss the service. Yeah. They can serve at the first service and then attend the second service. Correct. Right. Or vice versa. And so that's actually like something that we see. Like So so now people didn't like the idea of going to two services, but now we have a bunch of people that are like, we don't want to go back to one service yeah. because this way we can always go to church. Yep. Yep. That could be an advantage. I think a third, a third advantage is, especially with families with young kids, um, having an option 
for which service might better suit their yeah. family's needs yeah. in the sense in the sense of nap times. Yeah. Babies. Babies, nap times, like how do you're able to accommodate them? Uh it it really it's really beneficial for, for you know, young families. Yeah. It's it's really helpful on spring forward day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because we had thirty people thirty I'm sorry, we had thirty two people mm. in first service. Mm. <laughs> But they made it to second. It was packed out second service. <laughs> so think about that. When you get 200 people together, mm -hmm. 30 people. What is that? Is that? Don't, don't tell me. Is that 15%? 30? Of 200? Of 200? Uh, yes. Hey. Yeah. Look at the big brain on bread. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> reference. Um, okay. So yeah. yeah anyways. Yeah, nobody showed up. Everybody was dragging. Oh, and here's the thing I'm preaching. Yeah. First service. You know what I was hearing? Yawning. Thanks, guys. <laughs> At least yawn discreetly so I don't hear you yep. while I'm preaching. I know it may be boring or it may just be that you're sleeping. I don't know, but all I can hear. People all, are tired, yeah. Joe. People okay. are tired. Oh, they're probably tired of my preaching, too. It's fine. No. Mm -hmm. No, I doubt it. What about disadvantages? disadvantages well i think he highlighted one yeah. uh, it does create a like it's it's uh a second congregation i mean in in it potentially create a separation of your congregation right yep because people that are drawn to first typically might not know other people from second and it will certainly happen as you grow yeah because now there are people that will go to one service that will not know other people and like we'll get a question like do they still come to our church I'm like yeah they they go to second church like yeah. oh that's why I never see them that's right that's and they right. used to see them all the time yeah it's weird yep don't like yep. that another thing is he mentions this you have a Bible study hour going on mm -hmm. that's probably going to have to go if you're yep. going to have two services taking up all that time I mean and you could you could say like well we're going to offer that during one service like uh so like you know it's you could try that sort of a thing but you're 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 basically making some accommodations you're you're making some changes things are going to be different and that's hard and so you have to weigh like is the benefit worth it is it worth us you know to to focus on corporate worship and and cut a normal sunday yep. morning discipleship yep. context um you know maybe it is maybe you could put that on a saturday but you're going to have less buy-in. You're going to have less buy-in. Yeah, you, you can know, try to do a midweek thing. It's yep. still going to be less buy-in. Even probably even less. I don't know. Maybe not less. No. But so, yeah, you're, you know, and so for, you have to decide like what's most important and, you know, and you have to, you have to go with your convictions on that. I, if I have to choose, um, I would go to two services because I feel like that's the most important event is gathering people. But, the you know to play devil's advocate to be like well yeah but you're starting a second congregation almost you know yeah and so it certainly can feel that way and again we again we've always we've always been honest about wrestling with the ideal versus the real ideally yes i would like one service um but realistically that's not doable for us correct and overflow you know you can what whether you like it or not uh you can be pro overflow uh that's that's another congregation the fact that you're like, well, but we're in the building at the same time. You're not seeing anybody. No. Like, it's like, and you go, like, well, they'll see them after. Same with second service. The people will shift between services. Like, we'll see still, each other yeah, at that you point. Still, yeah. You could still make it happen. Uh, I think another advantage, and, I, you know, Tim Keller wrote about this how many years ago, right? He had a little article about it. Um, you're going to see growth 
Yeah. You're going to see growth. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And it's, listen, it's uncomfortable at 80% capacity. It is uncomfortable. Yeah. People will stop. And we've seen this. People will stop coming. They'll, they'll come a couple of times. And they're like, it's just, it, there's it, nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to sit. Oh, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Now, some people will think it's exciting and cool, but a lot of people that are looking for a church will be like, eh. Yeah. Because then they're forced to go up front. Because I guarantee you those 20% are up front. Yeah. Yeah. And they came in late. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love our, I love our people coming in late. Because because uh, we have we have a good percentage of people that come in late. Yeah. And uh, today, second service, people kept walking in like, uh, they're, they're going, oh. <laughs> yeah, sucker, yeah. all the way all up the front. way to the have front. Fun. I'll be staring at you. <laughs> Experience my preaching spittle. Yes. <laughs> all right, Jimmy. If you were in his shoes, how would you approach this conversation with the elders? Yeah, I mean, I think um, I would. Some of the things you just talked about there, Joe, I would ask, okay, what are the pros and cons? And yeah. But before we even get to the pros and cons, I would ask, what are our goals as a church? Yeah. Like, what is it that we're, we value the most? Yeah. Right. And I think, you know, everyone's going to, they're going to say everything. Okay. That's fine. Right. Like they're going to, they're going to say, we, we, we value the, the Sunday morning gathering. We value the Bible hour. We value unity and community. We value uh, a welcoming space yeah. for people. Okay, now now let's rank those. Yeah. Because you can value all of them, you want all of them, but you might not be able to have all of them at the same yeah. time. Okay, so if you can if you can only do one, <laughs> which yep. one is it going to be? Which one's it going to be? And he's like, well, we want to do them all. Okay, again, I think I think ranking them is a, is a good idea, Jimmy. That way it kind of lets everybody know. Okay, so we're all are on the same page here. Yeah. We all think this is the thing that we really want to do. It's a good thing to ask like where do you want to be in 5 years, in 10 yeah. years? Like what what will what if 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 God were to you know continue to be at work here, what would it look like in 5 to 10 years? So you should you should have an idea of how big ideally your church could be. Yeah. Like or, or should be. Like, you know, like we don't ever, we're not in danger of, of blowing up uh, kind of church that we are, but um, we, we don't like the idea of being 500 or more. We don't like no. that. We would rather just stay 300 to 400 yep. top end. Yep. Uh, that's ideal for us. We'd like to plant more churches. But again, if God's making things happen quickly, there's nothing you can do about there's it. There's nothing you can do about that. Nothing. Yeah. I think talking to the elders, man, just being really honest, like be really honest, be really clear. Let everybody know, like, listen, let's get everything out. Let's talk about like the worst case scenarios. Like what is the damage that can happen? Uh, what's the fallout of going to two services? What's the fallout of not, you know, like, are, are we being faithful and good stewards if we do one or the other? Yeah. Like in what way is is going to do services going to honor the lord but in, in what ways could it dishonor the lord is yep. what's possible what's possible yeah. and i think having a plan together and say with whatever we do we own this together 100 percent. this is not a you know all of us and there's only one person that disagrees and they're causing a bit of a stink about it you don't need that yeah that's and listen if you've got an elder that's going to cause a stink like that they shouldn't be an elder anyways yeah right um, so like get on the same page and that also means though, not just they want to be on the same page, you, like, uh, you know, all of you together on the same page. Uh, I would start, I would start telegraphing it to the congregation. Oh yeah. I would start saying things, Hey, you know, during whatever the Bible hour or wherever else, yeah. Hey, keep this in prayer. The elders are meeting to discuss what do we need to do? Because as you could see, we're at, we're nearing capacity. Yeah. You're already 10% over where you should be. Yeah. Right. You're already 10% over. 
70% is that sweet spot. Once you start getting to 70%, you need to start looking. It's just like for all my OEE nerds out there. Like once you start- What's getting, that? Equal uh, opportunity employer? What is that? Huh? What'd you say? Overall- EO equal- Like efficiency. Like you're, sorry, it's a, it's a production term. Oh, okay. Once you start getting to 70% capacity on yeah. the line, you need to start looking at how do I increase capacity because I right. can't grow- because 80% is full. 80%. You're maxed yes. basically yeah. at 80%. So, because no machine ever runs at 100% efficiency, right? Um, By the way, good analogy. Yeah. Good analogy for us. There you go. See? And it matches up with what all the smart people about churches say. You know, so oh, like see? It's, here yeah, I am. Look at that. You're welcome. Showing us another analogy. There you go. Um, I would start just saying, look, you're feeling it. You're seeing it. We're looking to address it. Pray for us. We've yeah. got different options. We don't know. Do we? Can we buy a bigger space? Can we rent a bigger space? Not sure yet. Do we need to go to two services? Not sure yet. We're looking at at, at a stopgap solution, right? Is with this overflow. Yeah. Like, like you know, these are the things I'd be I'd be telegraphing to the congregation. Yeah. I would want to work out like, okay, you're renting a space. It's great. It's in a church. They're giving you the sweet spot, which is rare. Yep. Um. But if it's really important for you to be in one service, then you look, work hard and you're going to have to make, so here's the thing. You're going to make a concession no matter what. No matter what. So either going to go to two services or going to stay at one. So the concession is, oh, we're just going to stop welcoming people into our congregation mm -hmm. if you stay there. Or you say, you know what? We want to stay at one service, so we're going to meet in a gym. Yeah. Meeting in a gym sucks. Nobody oh, yeah, likes meeting in a gym. It's, everything's horrible. bad about a gym. Yep. Um, but- that might be worth, that might be a concession you're worth. That, that's it. That's worth making for you. Like we have told our congregation, I've telegraphed it. I've been very clear with our congregation. We're going back to our old building. Yep. It's got limitations. Yep. But it, we're going back to it. We might need to go to three services. Mm -hmm. That might be, that's going to be taxing on people. We've done it before. We've done it before. Mm -hmm. Also, one of the options might have to be then instead of the, uh, uh, the children. Instead, instead of three of, services. Instead of three services, one of the steps in between that is instead of uh, some children starting off in the sanctuary, they start off in in journey uh, in journey kids right from the start. Yeah, children's church basically. Children's church because then they won't be able to be a part of what we do in the first half right. of the service. Uh, now we don't like that. Don't like it. But it's you, but it opens. You have, to, you have to consider like this might be what we have to. It do. opens up thirty spots. Yeah, I I, I got to look at that. It opens up. The, the, this is a lever that I can pull mm -hmm. before going to this. Yeah. Right. And those are the things you got to talk and telegraph and let people know, like be in prayer, talk to us. Give Don't us let them feedback. be surprised. Don't be surprised. No, but nobody likes that. No one. Everyone hates that. <laughs> what did they you say? I didn't know we we're going to lose coffee. You might lose coffee. Like we have a little coffee bar yep. thing. Like, um, and somebody was like, so we were just having this meeting and, uh, uh, one of our elders and this guy, he's not technically a deacon, but he does the work of a yep, deacon. Yep. He should be a deacon. Um, he was saying, so like how important is coffee? And it's like, well, it's relatively important. You know what I mean? Yep. But if it came down to it, we would give up coffee to accommodate more people. Correct. It's like, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's not, a no brainer. Yeah, it's for easy. Yeah. And people be like, why do we have any coffee? Because we have people. Yep. Now, if we could do both, great, but you can't always, you can't, can't do always do it. But telegraphing, that's yeah. the thing. Telegraphing so that people know, so they're not caught off guard when you make a change. Hmm. Well, how do you not wear people out if you're going to multiple services? See, I mean, what do they say? There's that 80-20 rule, you know? 80% uh, of the work is done by 20% of the people. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, you're always going to face some sort of, some sort of thing like that, right? Um, but hey, that's where it's, you're talking to people and saying, we're looking at this, we need people to step up, or there are some things we're just not going to be able to offer. Yeah. And that's the reality of it. Yep. When we had three services, there was no, there was nursery, but no children's discipleship or anything like happening. At that service. At the first service. At the first service, right? And we just said, that's what we need to do. Like it's, we don't have the volunteers for it. 
This is the reality of it. Yeah. Right. And if your congregation begins to get behind the idea of two services, then they have to commit to making it possible. Yeah. Because it's not just the elders that make it possible. It's the entire church that has to make it Correct. possible. Correct. Everybody has to. So you, 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 the only way you won't wear people out is by determining what's the maximum that we want people serving. Right. And yep. about once a month is, is ideal in terms of maximum. That's really what you, you don't want people serving because they might not be able to attend two services. We don't, you know, Correct. attend one and serve one. Yep. They might not yep. be able to. So you got to figure out if you have people serving, you know, two times a month, three times a month, like, that will burn out fast. Yep. They will burn out really fast. Yep. So you got to, you got to figure it out. Um, you might need to break up your, who's leading worship. Like if you have one person leading worship uh, and they do that every day, uh, that might be good. But now you start having them do two times a Sunday, every Sunday, mm -hmm. that might be too much for them. You might need to break that team up if possible. Yep. If possible. Uh, and say, okay, we're going to have two teams that way. They're not on every week. Yep, yep. And some some people can just do it every week, but that's fine. But we've just found that our 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 teams, our volunteers, they 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 need breaks in there. Yep. We have three bands, and so it's a three week rotation. Yep. That we're that we're doing our worship on. Um, how can we preserve congregational unity and meaningful membership in a two service model? I mean, that's where it's going to take a bit of uh, uh, planning and creativity uh, creativity yeah. on on your part. You're going to, there's going to have to be opportunities outside of the Sunday morning gathering. Yeah. And that's something that we're actually working on. Yep. We're working on ways and we can get the entire church together as much as want to, um, for just fellowship, hanging out, yep. doing things. Yep. And so you have to take charge of that and say, how can we get everybody together? Where can we do it? When can we do it? Yep. And depending on where you're located, if you're located in Southern California, you can go outside all the time. Yeah. Like you can, you can always, just always meet right uh, here. We can only meet outside some of the time. Yep. And then inside and all of that. I, I think that's right. You gotta, you gotta work at ways in, in general. I would say that um, going to two services is a, is a good problem to face. Uh, but it's a problem. Yeah. It comes, it just comes with it. No, we're going to, we have time to do one more. We got to do that other thing. We promised we would get Which into one? that, that, uh, that, uh, what was it? Oh, here it is. Hang on. Let me bring it up. Wild at heart. We'll, we'll blow through this quick. Wild at heart. Uh, we got an email from this guy who wanted us to give our thoughts on Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. Um, super, <laughs> Jimmy's favorite book on being a man. So um, this guy says, hey, uh, what's your thought on this? Uh, and he mentioned some other stuff that I'm not familiar with. Uh, one of my close friends is very into this. He is planning a men's retreat through our church and using their material. I have concerns, but I've also seen his life change since engaging with this material. Um, and then he's got another question. We're not going to have time for that. Okay. So we've got a couple of resources we're going to share with you to read that are critical of Eldridge's material. Um, there are two big problems with, um, with John Eldridge and, and his stuff. Um, one is essentially how he handles the scripture mm. because he ultimately winds up misusing scripture. It's not just that it's, he has a, a different interpretation. Uh, it's he, he's really doing damage to it. So I'll just, I'll just give you the example. And here I'm going to go ahead and quote, uh, from an article by Jim Eliff. I think it's by Jim Eliff. Let me see here. Uh, mm hmm. Like, well, it's, 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 it's his website anyways. Um, so he, here's the quote. John Eldridge is, is quoting scripture when he says the heart of man is like deep water. Uh, 
He says, the meaning of the sentence as quoted by Eldridge is that the subject, heart, is described and explained by the adjective phrase, like deep water. The heart is like deep water. But that's not what the verse says. The verse says, counsel in the heart of man is like deep water. Mm. That's a radically different meaning. Yep. Yep. Because now we we know, we actually know what's happened here. The subject is the counsel in the heart. is like, yep. not the heart. So this dude is abusing scripture to make his point. And it's not that everything that he says in this book is bad. No. Uh, a, a lot of it is pretty cheesy and, and, and rough. But... Um, yeah, there's that. And that you know, the, the way he talks about Jesus is uh, a little blasphemous at times. Uh, Jesus, you know, he, he doesn't understand inseparable operations, like his, his concept of God. Uh, you know, it, it, it comes off open theism is what it comes off like. It, there's, there's, there's problems there. Uh, I think men like it, Jimmy, because it, 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 at, at some level, he's encouraging men to take responsibility, yeah. uh, to be serious and intentional, and to, like that, good thing. Those that, are that's those great. Good thing. That, those are some good exhortations. And there's some there's so much bad material out there on what it means to be a man. Yes, you could you can obviously be positively influenced by a bad resource, and that's probably what's happening with your friend. If he's not going into open theism uh, and not like taking his like I'm going to handle scripture the way this guy does, well then he he might not be impacted mm. by it super negatively, but uh, yeah, we just say no, Meh. no. Meh. There, there are there are better books out there, and of course, uh, I would encourage you to, uh, you know, develop uh, scriptural understandings of what it means to be a godly man and a godly woman. For sure, yeah, for sure. Is, much of the time, it's overlap. You know what I mean? It's godliness. Yes, it's godliness, and it's going to take a certain shape in men and a certain shape in women at times. But uh, yeah, pass on wild at heart. Uh, not not a fan. Uh, Sorry we couldn't get to your other stuff, but hey, you know what? I'll, I'll send you uh, a, an email and give you some recommendations on uh, Reformed Baptist literature. Maybe we'll do an episode on it. We'll see. Awesome. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineAndDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast of the store, JoeForStore.com, and grab some gear. we got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We've got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we want to thank you, our all-access subscriber. This has been your Banter Truth for Tuesday. you got your weekday wisdom Monday through Friday. Uh, if you find this beneficial, please share it along with your friends. Let them know how they, too, can benefit from that all-access content. They can head on over to doctrineanddevotion.com slash all-access and register today. Later. <laughs>